I want to talk tonight um, just to guide our prayers a little bit. Something I've noticed, uh, and I'm sure that you actually have noticed too in, in life, um, and, and that is this, um, fear. With Super Tuesday being yesterday, if you're not from the United States, you might not know what that is. That's where we decide on um, political candidates and there's voting. And, and, and these last four years um, with, with the current president who, whatever you think, there's been this in, increased anxiety about the world. And then we have this thing you probably haven't heard of. It's called the coronavirus. Nah, it's it's low-key. No one's really talking about it. But have you noticed that there's this increased level of anxiety about like a worldwide pandemic? I went to Costco the other day for wipes, uh, baby wipes for our daughter, and it was like a madhouse on like a, a Friday at like 11 a.m. I was like, what is going on? And I was like, oh yeah, I guess people think like if you have the flu, you're going to need extra milk. I don't know. So I'm not trying to downplay it, but what I am trying to say is you've probably noticed that there's a lot of fear. Chapman University did a poll in three straight years from 2016 to 2018. And it was simply a poll among Americans to gauge the level of fear that exists. In 2016, the highest percentage listed for any type of fear, any type of fear at all, the highest group was 60.6%. Through 2017 and 2018, the highest level of fear actually peaked at 74.5%. So in two years, from 2016 to 2018, our level of fear increased by 15% to 75%. In closing their research, they simply stated that we are becoming more afraid. I got on this topic because I, I have a little notebook with a, with a prayer list for friends, and, and if, if I'm talking with a friend and they say, yeah, I could really use some prayer, I jot down this notebook, and, and there are five names in there right now, and, uh, and four of the five all have some level of anxiety or depression or fear as their prayer request. So I'm like, all right, this is clearly a thing. We know this is a thing. It's a thing personally. It's a thing on the news. Well, in 2019, 46.6 million adults in the United States have been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. So not just feeling anxiety, but actually diagnosed medically with an anxiety disorder. 40% of Americans believe that they have more anxiety than they feel should be normal. And I'd like to draw your attention to those like myself who work in spiritual leadership. In the world of spiritual organizations, the numbers are even worse, unbelievably. Of those employed in Christian ministry, 43% feel overstressed, 35% battle depression, and 70% report that they have a low self-image and are dealing with personal anxiety. So I'm giving you these statistics not to bum us out, but really to reveal to us that we're not alone. If you have ever felt some level of anxiety, raise your hand. 100%. 100% of the people in this room raise their hand. We're not alone in this. There's a lot of really good content from a lot of really good communicators and a lot of behavioral science experts 
who are far more ready to guide this discussion than I am. But instead of finding their content and using their words, I really firmly believe that God speaks to us through his scriptures. And that as we read his word, he speaks to us. So if you're finding yourself here tonight dealing with anxiety, dealing with depression, dealing with stress, dealing with fear, and perhaps they're well-founded, a lot of times our anxiety and our stress is based in reality. We're not just making it up. But we still feel really bad. And we still feel really afraid. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read some scripture verses. And we're going to let God speak to us tonight. And really speak to the heart of the issue of fear and anxiety and depression and loneliness. And my prayer for us tonight is that as I read these verses, that you are filled with peace, with comfort, with vision, with direction for your life and your heart. So, if you're okay with doing this, go ahead and close your eyes. You can open up your heart. When we say that at church, what it really means is open yourself up to whatever God has to say to you. If you'd rather not close your eyes, that's all right. You can look up here. I'm not afraid. But, as I read these scripture verses, let them speak to you. And let God speak to your heart and speak to your mind. And get to the bottom of these feelings. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Joshua 1.9, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Psalm 94.19, when anxiety was great within me, your consoling brought joy to my soul. Luke 12, 22 through 26, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, or what you will wear. Life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the birds, they do not sow or reap, they have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you than birds? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to their life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 1 Peter 5, 6-7, leave all your worries with him because he cares for you. Isaiah 35, 4, be strong and don't be afraid. God is coming to your rescue. Psalm 27, verse 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 
The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Mark 6, 50. Jesus spoke to them and said, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Deuteronomy 31, 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Psalm 56, 3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. John 14, 27. Peace is what I leave with you. It is my own peace that I give to you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. Psalm 118, 6 through 7. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. If I could have the band come back up. Finally, in John 16, it says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. You see, Jesus gave himself up as a sacrifice for us. When Jesus went to the cross, he killed fear, he destroyed anxiety, and he bought our eternity. But because we are still on this earth and still in a world that is full of sin, there is still stress and there is still anxiety and there is still depression. Those are all real things. So I don't want to discount the feelings that you have of fear. They are real. As I said, they are based in reality. But they don't need to become our reality. I once heard a a teaching on this verse. And that last phrase, but take heart, I have overcome the world. They broke it down really amazingly and and in the end it, it finished with take heart for I have overcome what is overcoming you. And I remember hearing that and feeling so encouraged. Because when we hear the, the phrase I have overcome the world, there's a lot of questions, right? It's, what, what is the world? What is that? There's, there's sin. There's sickness. Like we've talked about tonight, there's fear, there's anxiety, there's depression. But really, what our biggest fear is, is that we are going to be overcome by something that we cannot control. But in John 16, Jesus says, Take heart, for I have overcome what is overcoming you. And I need to hear that sometimes. And I know that there are people in this room tonight that really need to hear that. That whatever is facing you, whatever fear and anxiety and stress and depression you are feeling, and it is real, and it is overwhelming, Jesus has overcome that already. So whatever's going on in the world, whether it's a a virus that's moving its way through every country, whether it's a politician that maybe you had hoped would shape our country and it 
didn't go their way. All of that becomes insignificant. Because Jesus has overcome the things that are overcoming us. And I just love that. There's such strength and joy when we come to a place where we can see Jesus and experience him and trust that he's going to take care of us. And he's going to meet the needs that we have and the anxiety that we feel and the fears that are in front of us. Jesus' work has already overcome what is overcoming us. So tonight, as we are focusing in on on prayer and we've prayed together, I'd like to invite, uh, maybe Jeff, could you come forward and Yannick, come forward, Craig, come forward and... Uh, maybe Lauren, would you mind coming forward? I'll join you. And um, we open we open the altars, as they're called for us. It just happens to be the front of the room. And we do that intentionally. You guys can go ahead and come down here and face out. We do that intentionally. And it feels a little bit weird sometimes to, to walk in front of people when you have a need. Because it's like, ah, oh, I'm already feeling kind of stressed out. And now you're going to put me in front of people. But the reason that we bring our needs to the altar is because it's submission. It's saying, God, I submit my fear and my stress and my anxiety to you. And I come forward to receive prayer, not because I can't pray on my own, but because there's power in agreeing with someone in prayer. That's in the scriptures. There's power on the laying on of hands in our life. And when we have a need, when we have a stress or an anxiety, the first step is sharing that with somebody. In what better place to share that than in a safe faith community like ours, knowing that God is here? Philippians 4, 6 through 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Psalm 34, 4, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all of my fears. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to continue to pray tonight. And if you have a need, I know I have a need, so I'm actually going to find somebody and I'm going to have them pray over me because I need it. And if you have a need tonight and you need prayer, we're going to play some music and they're not going to sing just yet, but no one's going to hear you. No one's going to hear your need other than the person you're sharing it to. But can we agree that that tonight is a night to have confidence in prayer and in confidence that that need that you're carrying, it's time to share it. And it's time to stop carrying that burden alone. Prayer is amazing and it's necessary. And that's why we're here. So I'm going to stop talking. And they're going to play a little bit. And we're simply, we're simply going to pray. And I'm going to come up and I'm going to guide some, some other prayer times that we have and as the band plays. But, but let's pray together.